What's happening? Uh, <laughs> I know everyone's like, why are you on the main channel? Because I recently just got a strike on my backup for the, the Draco video. God damn it, niggas. Dealing with niggas. Ugh. So for the next week, I will be back here only because I can't do anything on my, on my backup for the next week. So just do not get used to me being here. Do not get used to me being here. This is temporary. Peace up, peace. What's happening? Dynamics and Zakiba. Hey, 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 hey. Handling, what's happening? I, I'm. I, listen, do not get used to me being on this particular channel. This is because I was bad on the backup. Um, Interesting topic. I want to say first shout out to my guys, the, the Grand Inquisitors, uh, Nick Taylor and Truth Teller 410. If you followed us and listened to any of our streams, the recent streams, we talked, Nick talked in at length about the responsibilities of truckers and the trucking companies. I, I can honestly say we are ahead, ahead of the wave because now, oh, you got your shirt. Okay. That's the sub. Also members, uh, and Patreon members, um, gifts went out last week. So you should be getting your stuff um, in the next week or so. If you have, not, if you're a Patreon member and you're a channel member and you have not given me your information, go to the website, register, not even register, but put it. Go to the website, put in your information, give me your address so I can get you your uh, your membership gift. If you're a channel member or if you're a Patreon member, doesn't matter, either one. All right. Ooh, Sister George, child, y'all, y'all. It's good to see you, sis. How, how you doing? <laughs> okay. So once again, do not get used to me being on this channel. I'm only here because I was bad on the backup. I'm here for a week. That's it. After a week, going back to the, to the backup channel. Um, hey, listen. Don't, hey. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I have not. I've already spoke on the, I, I, my, a friend of mine sent me part of the script. So I know what it's about. But I'll watch it to, to give a, a proper breakdown of it. Um, where you can get this shirt, I'll have to ask my wife. Twindy, hey, 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 hey. Um, so Nick talked at length about truckers, drivers, who's responsible, and the fatalities that he sees every day. Like Nick has horror stories that he allows us to be privy to. Uh, a lot of these, I mean, these horrible, horrible truck accidents where people in cars versus a truck and the, the cars explode and people are burned alive inside the cars. It's just like, remember Knight Rider versus fucking Goliath, Kit versus Goliath. That remember if we grew up watching Knight Rider, Kit versus Goliath and that first meetup didn't go so well for Kit. And Michael, remember Garth and Goliath demolished Kit. And like I said, Nick sees these these fatalities every day ad nauseum. He's I don't see how this man, you know, gets a decent amount of sleep at night with all the carnage he sees. Um, see here, 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 there's the guy. I just want to give a shout out to Nick because now everyone's talking about the trucker from Colorado. And whose responsibilities, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, we're ahead of the curve. That's why I don't even trip. And yeah, the, the, it's horror stories. Oh, that's right. Kid got stumped. 
Remember, they're upside down, and Michael's telling Kit, I, I'm sorry, Kit, I got you off jack- jacked up. It's okay, Michael. <laughs> Garth and Goliath, man, that first hit, that first meetup. But, um, so the driver in Colorado, basic, basic stuff, he uh, reportedly missed a runaway ramp, his brakes failed, he inadvertently killed four people. And he didn't take the plea and he got sentenced to basically 110 years. Now, there's a whole bunch of things um, I could speak on because being on the other side of the law, like there's three, three people that know the law. You know, that really know the law, the people that put you behind bars, the people behind bars and the judge. OK, there was a three people that know the law like the back of their hand. And there's this running joke about jailhouse attorneys, jailhouse lawyers. You, you should never listen to a jailhouse attorney or, or, or a lawyer. Okay. Cause TLA is right now going over the, the case, whatever it may be. But here's the thing. Um, <laughs> we're talking about Colorado. Every state has its own, set of rules when it comes to breaking the law when it comes to manslaughter when it comes to robberies murders you know what i'm saying all that type of stuff it, it, it all depends on your state and in the county and what men, mandatory minimum sentences mean uh do you understand what consecutive and concurrent means do you understand um yes your background plays a, a big point a part of it are you gang affiliated okay there's a lot of things we can go in on that Unfortunately, TLA either wants to gloss over or just it is not privy to. Now, I get it. He's an attorney. At one point, he says he was a criminal attorney. He said he quit criminal law because he said they did. They don't listen. He went to into family law. OK, uh, my brother's international law. OK, um, the only reason I know as much as I do about law, civic statutes, codes is because I was in the system. OK, so you're when you get locked up, you're going to do one of two things or well, three things. Once again, another running joke. You either come out a better, smarter criminal. You either come out uh, wanting to get into law to help others. You understand? So or you just you just do your time and you go home. And do dumb shit all over again, all right? So for me, I said, you know what? I'm in this jam. Let me learn about as much as I can about my case, my situation, any and everything. And then I got just immersed into law. And then I, I got introduced into the sovereign thing. And then, you know, UCC codes and all that. All, all This all predicated, all started me down the path because I got locked up, okay? So had I not got locked up, I probably wouldn't even know. I wouldn't be speaking on this shit, all right? So, matter of fact, my case was so my my case was so crazy. My attorney told me he said, "Man, had you not used a gun, I'd have got your probation." My attorney flat out told me he said, "Look, had you used a knife or a baseball bat, I'd have got your probation." That's how crazy California gun laws are. Now, your state may be different. Okay, for those that live in California, we got the ten twenty gun the ten twenty life gun laws. You know, remember the movie. Um, with 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 uh, American uh, Training Day, when they were threatening Snoop ten ten years per bullet, that's a real law. That's a that's a real law on the books. Like, like they like strike you out on a gun charge. You know what I'm saying? So, 
even though I'm not trying to I'm not trying to conflate one of the two. But now with TLA, we 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 only know the bare minimum of California, uh, Colorado's sentencing when it comes to accidents, vehicular homicide, manslaughter, things of that nature when it comes to accidents involving trucks and, and cars. OK, um, their mandatory minimum sentencing is different from other states. OK. And I said and I asked in the chat because everyone's talking about, well, they, they, they gave him an offer of 10 years. And apparently he said no and then took it to trial and got the 110. This is a long thing that I got to walk you all through. OK, we don't know if that was the D.A.'s final offer. OK, when you are on when you are facing charges and you never, ever take the first um, offer the DA gives you. I don't give a fuck what crime you've committed. You could kill 10 people. OK. And in the a, in a, in a mass rage of just you could you, you could be some Texas Chainsaw Massacre type of person. You never, ever take the first deal offered. Okay, no attorney worth their weight in gold will ever tell you to take the first deal offered. My first deal offered was 45 years. My first deal, he said, hey, they're offering you 45 deals. Nigga, I cried (laughs) that night. (laughs) Do you understand? They offered me 45 years. All right. So you never, ever take the first deal. You don't even take the second deal. Do you understand? I'm telling you this because I've been on the other side of the law. Okay. And once again, attorneys have their place, but you'll never convince me there's an attorney that knows more law than someone that has studied law from the inside. Because they're affected by it. Do you understand? Once again, you're never, you'll never convince me as great as Johnny Cochran was as an attorney. I, I, I've personally seen jailhouse attorneys get people freed. All right. In prison, they have jailhouse advocates. They have prisoners that specialize in law to represent criminals. I think the greatest jailhouse, the greatest example of a jailhouse attorney is the dude Isaac from New York. The life story that 50 Cent did. He's probably the greatest jail, greatest example of a jailhouse attorney you could ever create, imagine, fabricate, you know, mold. You know what I'm saying? This dude did got set up, did a shitload of time, studied the law. Got himself out and then went after the people that illegally put him in prison. Okay. Please don't make. Don't don't disparage jailhouse attorneys. That's all that. Bruh. You have nothing but time. First thing I did. The old head said. OG let me see your paperwork. OG was like okay look. This ain't so bad. You can get out. I didn't even know this shit. Okay. So with, with my case. Um. First offer was 45. Second offer was 15. Right. <laughs> and they came back with that third and final offer. This is what they always they always come back with third and final offer. OK. I ain't talking feds. I'm talking just strictly state. 
I don't even get to the feds. Feds is a whole nother animal in itself. Okay, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stick with state. All right, Charlie. Hey, 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 hey. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. So y'all, some of y'all feel me. All right. So my final deal was five and some change. I got sentenced. Um, I got. I, I mean, I, I I was at one point on a level four yard. Right. So what they do is when they process you, you got to get your points. They got to evaluate your points. So when they evaluate your points, uh, it goes by your income, race, background, gang affiliation. If you have if you have very minimal criminal history, if you, if you have very minimum, all that shit, you have very low points. But while you're being processed, they put you on a level four yard. OK, level four yards where the lifers are at. Now, to be honest, to be fair, lifers are some of the most chill prisoners Okay. All right. To be fair, lifers are some of the most chilled prisoners. They're doing life. You understand? They're doing life. And the CEOs have a different type of respect for them because at the end of the day, they got to be there. You're just here to do a job. You know what I'm saying? So really, it'd be nothing for them to whack you and prevent you from going home. They're already doing life. So they're pretty chill. So when I first got processed, they put me on a level four yard. Then I got bumped down to a level three. And then, you know, given the nature of my crime, it was pretty serious. So they, they kind of kept me between a level three. And then after so many, so many months, if I was good, I get bumped out to level two. And then I made the fire camp. Um, so the OG, when I first got processed, OG, OG said, give me your paperwork. I said, okay. He said, oh, you a first time? I said, yeah. He said, man, what are you? He looked at me and said, what are you doing here? I said, man, listen, long story. He said, oh, give me your paperwork. I said, I, I gave him my paperwork. He said, he said yeah, you, you ain't going to be here long. You a first timer. I said, yeah, they gave me five and some change. He said, nah, you're, gonna, you're not, you're not going to do none of that. I said, well, well, why do you say that? He said, well, you a first timer. They're going to give you half time. I didn't know all this. I'm thinking I'm going to do out of five and some change. I'm going to do four uh, in my head. I, I already thought I already thought I'm going to do four years off top. I'm going to be I'm going to sit down for four years. <laughs> I get the process. OG said, you're not even going to do that. I said, well, how you figure OG? He said, you, you're a first time they give you half time. This is California now. I can't speak on anybody else. I'm speaking on California. OK, he said, uh, you're going to do half. I said, oh, OK, that's what's up. OK, cool, cool, cool. And then I got transferred to another prison. They had a fire camp. And for fire camp, you had to have, you know, less than five years left to do on your sentence. Um, you know, other stipulations and shit. So another OG, you know, was talking to me. He said, why don't you try for fire camp? I said, well, I don't know why. Why would, it, would I get it? Because of the nature of my crime. He said, ah, just, just try it anyway. Come to find out. Because I qualify for fire camp. When you're in fire camp, fire camp is when we go out and fight the fires. You get a third of your time reduced. So have the universe worked it out for me. I went from thinking I had to do 80, 80% to 50% to 30% of my time. So out of five years, I did close to 20 months, close to 20 months. All right. I'm saying all that to say this. Um, it was these old heads these old jailhouse attorneys that put me on to, to game, you know what I'm saying? And uh, sparked my interest in the law. Once again, I'm going to say there's no attorney you could ever tell me that is, 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 is smarter than or knows the law better than someone that's been 
placed in it by the justice system. Okay, so now we're talking about the guy uh, in Colorado. First of all, we don't know the final offer. Okay, so they always come back. Your attorney comes back and says, look, this is their final offer. They always come back with a final offer. Okay, if you reject the offer, then you go to trial. Okay, I asked in the chat, I said, do we know, was this the final offer from the DA? Because you got a lot of people making fun of, of jailhouse attorneys in the chat. You got a lot of smug, um, arrogant people that when it comes to criminal cases and, and things of that nature, it brings out the worst, the snarkiness in a lot of people. So a lot of people in TLA's chat kind of, you know, talking mad shit. And I'm just like, yo, do we even know that if this was the final offer from the DA? Okay. Um, we don't know that. All we, all we know is he, he was given the option of, uh, he's given an offer of 10 years and now he's doing serving 110, uh, uh, of a sentence. Now listen, he's not going to do 110 years. This guy's going to file an appeal. They're going to find some provision. He'll do five, six, seven years. They'll find a loophole to get him his sentence reduced. Stop sensationalizing this guy's situation. You know what I'm saying? He, there's no way he's going to do 110 years. So off the top, this tells me TLA is not genuine when he comes to present cases using his, his law expertise. He's using his cases as for sensationalism. That is irresponsible. I'm not saying he has a moral or ethical right to do so or reason to do so, but that's highly, highly irresponsible because you have a lot of dummies taking law advice from guys like him. That's a problem. You and I both know, we all know a hundred y'all in this building ain't no damn with this. This dude is not going to do 110 fucking years in prison. Stop playing now. Say if you, re- you know, you reject the offer and you go to trial. Yeah, okay, you, you, they may hit you with some football numbers, but you always have the appeal process. It, it requires a lot of patience and a lot of resolve. If you want to get out, bad enough, you will get your ass in a legal library and, and, and figure it out. Let, let me, let's bring up Yusuf L. Yusuf L is another Great example of a jailhouse attorney. You, If you ask me, who knows more law? TLA or Yusuf L? Do, do you understand? Nah, listen, I was in, um, shit, I went to Wasco, went to Jamestown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Okay, dude was in Fed court. Oh, his crimes are federal. Oh, he's still not going to do 110 years. Oh, because it involves the Department of Transportation, which is federal. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Same rule applies. The offers, you know, you always reject the offer, the first two offers. We don't know what the final offer was. All we know is 10 to 110. Now, Colorado has messed up laws. Mandatory minimum minimum sentences uh, are key to know. So whatever state you're in, if you're going to in, in, involve yourself in a life of crime for whatever reason, it will behoove you to research your mandatory minimum sentences for such crimes. Okay, so like let's say a robbery. 
a robbery a robbery out here has different levels, right? So you got the two elevens, two tens, two twelves, right? To, uh, then you got your you got petty robbery, strong arm robbery, attempted robbery, robbery, and then robbery with whatever weapons is used. Okay, um, petty is like a snatch, like you go to the jeweler and say, "Hey, let me see that ring," and you walk out with it. That's a petty. Strong arm is like you better give me this. Or, you know what I'm saying, you physically take from someone. You know what I'm saying? A robbery can be a different, a bunch of different things. Attempted robbery, you attempted to steal, you didn't get, and, and all it depends on what, what amount is taken. Um, well, let me get to this chat. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, look, here's my thing. Like, yeah, appeals take forever, but guess what? Um, it's best to have it and, and, you know, ride it out. Like, like I said, he's going to have people working on his behalf. He, this dude is not going to do, he's not even going to do 50. He won't do 40 years. Okay, man. I, listen, you, you do. Okay. So y'all want to, you want to compare would, would anyone actually take TLA vert over you at Yusuf L? Like if your life was on the line and you had to pick one of these two guys to defend you, Who's who's gonna pick TLA over over Yusuf L? You understand? So once again, TLA is is bringing this case to light for sensational purposes, which is irresponsible to me because you have people once again taking his word as as law. Like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. No man, like, listen. And then he made an analogy. He said, "Well, if I was facing, if I had to do thirty days in in jail." Uh, but be a convicted murderer versus facing a hundred years if for, for a crime I didn't commit. Well, you know, I'm like, nah, wait, 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 wait. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, he's so disingenuous, man. But it's not about him. Uh, interstate crimes or federal. My dudes went to federal juice. I need to get away from. Ooh, yeesh, yeesh. Uh, the majority of appeals are denied. Listen, I'm not here to dis- to debate the appeals process or the the success rate but if you blow trial as we all say you always have the option to appeal and there's always legal loopholes you know i'm not saying the majority of people can get their sentences reduced but i've seen it i've seen it happen enough times you just got to put in the time and effort you know what i'm saying like you have nothing but time to research your case these people only look at your case when they have the time to do so nobody should know your case in and out more than you you understand oh shit let me try this in real quick wait 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 wait. ah damn it here's my thing like if you did a crime you got sentenced after you get sentenced you should become an expert in your in your crime. Do you understand? You should be an you should be an expert in how you got put into your predicament. Okay, you should be an expert in the process, um, the statutes used against you, what crime, what infractions you. You know what I'm saying? Your mandatory. You should be an expert in your case that no one can tell you anything about your case or anything close to it. You understand? So, <laughs> attorneys. Uh, they don't study law 24-7. Let's, let's stop that shit right there, okay? Niggas in jail that are, that are determined study their case all day, every day. 
And then they practice on each other's cases. This is how they get good at what they do. Because they got enough people to play around with, to experiment with. Where are you going to go? Everyone's in jail or everyone's in prison. Okay, you're not going to get extra time for trying to attempt to file this motion or that motion. You understand? So the, the trial and error favors the prisoner. Because you're not going to get penalized for trying and doing different things with your case or other people's cases. All right. I get it. Once again, the appeals process is there for a reason. Come on, man. Don't do this. Don't do this. And once again, you, you late to the stream. I clearly said the man said at one point he was a criminal attorney and he, and he quit and went to went to uh, went to the uh, family law. Don't do this, bro. Don't come over here with the dumb shit. So at the end of the, I'm not going to say he's incompetent. I just say he, he's using his expertise to sensationalize cases. That's all I'm saying. And once again, okay, that's cool. But every state is different. Okay? Like, you're not going to be able to tell me anything about California prisons and state. Like, I've been through it. Like, I can't tell anybody how, how New York or, or Louisiana works. You know what I'm saying? Let me, okay, see, now... See, see what niggas do? Hey, I'm I think I'm I'm smarter than you. I think I'm smarter than you. It's not about who's smart. Well, why are you doing this, bruh? So this is what you want to add to the conversation? This is what you want to add to the conversation. Right? Anywho, man. Um Yeah, listen, and then if you got a, a public defender. You know, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, wait a minute. Let me go. Hold on. Let me get, let me get to this real quick. Let me switch out because I'm looking at a, a different screen. So let me go to the main screen so I can actually pull up the live and live. Okay, my bad, my bad. Now I see it. All right, so keep it to care of it. Yeah, this is this is not about who's smarter or who knows more law, man. Like, stop, man. Like, I I never said I was an expert in anything. So let's not let's not do that. Big Mark, what's happening? So let me reiterate my points. Dude actually puts on a costume to go live. Man, I, listen. I, I respect it. And in anything, um his he, he does what he does. But I, I think it's um I think it's a tad bit disingenuous and somewhat dangerous, especially if you're taking people's word as as gospel. And like I said, you know, there's different versions of of, of uh, law for to be studied for a, an exact reason you know but we all know this dude's not gonna do 100 fucking 10 years he's not even gonna do 50 years all right so um and then like i said that's colorado right and once again we don't know what the final offer from the da was and we don't know what i don't even know if the dude had a, a public defender or a paid attorney 
And then everyone's like, well, how come the, the company doesn't um, take responsibility? When I bring Nick back on, when we go do this thing tonight or tomorrow, he'll reiterate on who takes the final uh, brunt of the, of the punishment. Ultimately, it's the driver. Ultimately, it's the driver. It was reported he passed up a, a runaway ramp. And for those that don't know what a run, runaway ramp is, it's either on either sides of the highway. It goes up or down and slows the progress of a runaway truck, usually filled with sand or gravel. And they're like so many miles on each stretch of the highway. It clearly says truckers or runaway ramp. You know what I'm saying? Some of them, it just, just goes up and it just the truck has no choice but to just slow down. You know what I'm saying? So Nick salty as hell. <laughs> hey, you know what? If anybody should be in that in, in TLA's chat, it's it's fucking Nick because he, he's got a he's got a bunch of uh, truckers up now, and they're telling their little stories and how they how, who's all driven through through um, Colorado. But I haven't heard any owner operators speak on it. But at the end of the day, it it's the the driver because he has a duty inspection at the end of the day. Just saying the brakes failed, had the brakes been inspected, who inspected the brakes last, you know what I'm saying? He should go to prison, but not for not for 110 years. But once again, we're talking Colorado's mandatory minimum sentence for the charges, and he had a shitload of charges, you know what I'm saying? Um, and and from, my, from what I understand, he's an immigrant, so that's kind of not in his favor either. So, um... Yeah, yeah, it's just right. He was just a driver. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. But but like I said, it's not about TLA. But TLA, and then he's like, "Oh, you shouldn't listen to a jailhouse attorney, man." Listen, if you ever get after you get sentenced and shit, because after the law, your lawyer's been paid, and he puts a win loss. Uh, on his column after you you lost your case or you've been sentenced whatever the case may be that's it you have to do your time now now it's up to you to see how bad you want to you want to find out it was something you could have said or done different in your case if you felt you were wrong okay so a guy like this this trucker here he should be like you know what where point me to the nearest uh law library so i can look up this shit and, and see what i can do on my end you know what I'm saying? Any of these advocacy groups will tell you the best clients they have are the ones that know their cases and know their case law before they even touch the case. You understand? Like you make these advocacy groups that free men, right? Their job so much easier if you know your your case and which case law pertains to it. That's less work they have to do. So you should be looking at what case laws directly reflect or affect your sentencing and your case you know what i'm saying so if you get locked up if you get pinched for robbery then you should be looking up case laws for robberies all through the last 50 to 60 years and see how they've changed and either for or against and mitigating circumstances you know what i'm saying things of that nature so like that that's kind of like a duh right but i didn't know that and that's what a lot of people don't know when they when they get pinched. Like when you get pinched and when you get sentenced, go to the law library and start looking up case laws for whatever ch- crimes you were charged charged for. You know, if you felt you got railroaded. Right. But once you t- but here's the thing, if you took a plea deal, that's it. 
There's no there's no real get back on a plea deal because you you pled, you agreed to take this time for these charges. But if you took if you blew trial and you got pinched, then yeah, your best bet to go to your nearest law library and start and start researching. Man, people don't understand. Listen, listen. If if a if a if a prisoner that's well versed in his law ever went ever went to law school, he'd smoke anybody in his class. He's already two three steps ahead of the game. Do you understand? Do you think? Let me say Yusuf L. Do you think Yusuf L. will need to go to law school at this point? <laughs> right? Do you think Yusuf L. will need to go to law school? Here's the beauty of California. California, you don't have to go to law school out here. You just have to pass the bar. Shout out to Kim Kardashian. She's a, she's a proof. All you have to do is study for the bar. You don't have to go to law school out here in California. So if that's the case, why are they, all these kids spending Google gobs of money? Going to law school, right? Work with a prison advocacy group. That's what I would do. If I have, if, if many of me said that, I want, I want to be a lawyer and we're, and we're still in California, I say, okay, cool. We're not going to go to law school. You're going to go to work for a, priv- a prison advocacy group, all these reform justice groups, and you're going to study and learn that way and then go take the bar. You're not, we're not going to spend $100,000 a year on law school. It's crazy. You understand? Okay, they they may be doing, I don't know what, like I said, I just woke up and everyone's talking about this case and I'm sitting here like, yeah, you know, Nick broke this shit down, you know, two, three weeks prior about owner operator responsibility when it comes to, you know, accidents, you know, um, he, see, I don't know if he's legal or illegal, but for all intents and purposes, it seems he may be legal. It's his fault, but he won't get 110 years. Some of these new drivers, they jump in the truck and go, no pressure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No pre-trip checks, none of that. You're right. You're right. Exactly. There's a reason. Yeah, of all places, like, I think people don't understand how extensive prison law libraries are. Do you understand? Like, prison law libraries rival universities law libraries do you understand there's not a book in prison that's not in the same university do you understand like that they're on par like what kind of criminal justice system gives you damn near the key to your potential freedom after you committed a crime (laughs) right does it you know what I'm saying why would you give why would you why would you let prisoners become you know Practicing, you know, um, what's the term? I forget. Practicing uh, advocates, advocates for prisoner advocates. You know what I'm saying? So there's something in that. But um, I'm not gonna keep haranguing the, uh, the, this issue. I just think it's it's. I don't know, man. Like to sensationalize this case and and using his expertise, whatever his law background is, 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 is bullshit. This dude's not doing 110 years. This dude's not, he's not even gonna do 50 years, you know, but I get it. I get it. And you got a lot of dumb people that don't know law, that don't know civics, that don't know statutes, that don't know case law, never been inside a law library. You know what I'm saying? Never cracked open a black law dictionary. Listen, go in the chat and see how, how ignorant, those people are when it comes to the law 
you know? And, you know, and then, the, the, like I said, they make jokes about jail, jailhouse attorneys. Nah, that's that's not going to work either, you know? But, hey, it is what it is. I'm going to get out of here. We got to go see uh the three Spider-Men. So, I'm uh, moving this to Patreon. Uh, like I said, for the next week, I'll be here. After that, I'm going back to the backup channel, you know, because, yeah. With that being said, thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Time and energy. I'll catch y'all later. Peace.